Hi, and welcome to Living Unleashed. I'm your host, Alex Runneman. This is a production growing out of my passion for identifying, questioning, and addressing the many challenges I face as an entrepreneur, father, and as a resident of my small Appalachian hometown. From community revitalization to work and business to health and everything in between, join me as we discuss the challenges, but most importantly, search for solutions that may assist you in your quest to unleash yourself and your community. Hello, Taylor County. I'm Alex Renner with Unleashed Tiger, and I'm here with Pat Tucker running for Board of Education. Pat, thanks for joining us on the program. Alex, I appreciate the opportunity. Absolutely. So let's start right off. Just tell us a little bit about what a board member does. What is that role? So, Alex, uh, you know what I've had to, I was blessed to get voted in, in 2016, and I've been on the board for four years now. And in August, I had the opportunity to uh, take over the role as president of the board. So, you know, the, the board are actually, uh, you know, we meet twice a month, and if there's a special meetings needed, then we'll meet if needed. But uh, the main thing is, is you know, you're discussing finances, you're discussing the budget. Uh, we're we're looking at policies all the time. Uh, you know what? We're just uh, working real close with the superintendent and the staff and principals. You know, to, because we want to go and and make our schools better. We want you know what? We're ne we're never good with and feel good with just the norm. So you know what? We we have a strong board. Uh, we, we go and we work good together, but we're always looking to do better and, uh, and you know, to have that opportunity for our students. Yeah. So now that you've been inside there, you've got a term in, why run again? What, what's making you want to go after this thing again? You know what? I, I, I've been there for four years, and, and I feel like that we have done a lot. I feel like we have taken, a, you know, taken several steps. Uh, one of the things that's really been close to me has been safety. Uh, you know what? I, or it, providing our students with the education is, is what our main goal is. But... At the same time, we want to keep them safe. You know, we want our students in, in, in Taylor County to be safe. So we've done a lot of extra things, you know, here in the uh, past couple years is, you know, cameras, uh, securing the entrance of the schools, doing intercom systems, you know, updating all the intercoms and the phone lines so them lines of communications are open. And, uh, you know, what I just feel like uh, in my community, I've been born and raised in Taylor County. Uh, I just feel like that I want to go and continue doing that. Um, you know, doing that civic duty and, and taking on this role. So share with us a, a role, or, you know, a challenge, and experience, something that, that uh, you've been through that you feel has helped, at least in part, prepare you to be a successful board member. Uh, you know, what it, it, what it is is just really going in there and just learning, learning the role of a board member. Uh, you, you know, what, when, you become, when you become voted into the, uh, to the board, you, you go through a training. And I'll never forget when I went through that training, they, this is what they, they told me, and this is what they told the other board members. They said, listen, that first year, you just need to go in there and just learn. You need to go in there and learn and listen because, you know what, there was just so much to go. And, you, you know, everyone, they always have your ideas of what you want to do. But you know what, that first is just learn and listen. And, and, and you know what, it stuck with me, and that's exactly what I need to do. You just had to go in there and learn and listen and, and learn the policies. There, because there's just so many policies and procedures that, you, that must be followed that, uh, you know, what, it, was a great, it was a great learning experience. Yeah, that's great. What have you done, you know, maybe in the recent past that, that you can point to to say this is, you know, this is something we've done to help move, move Taylor County forward? Uh, you know what, it is uh, when you go and look at nutrition, you know, we, we've done the, the farm to the table, and, and you, what it is is it gives the students an opportunity to, to actually go and, and have the opportunity to taste them foods that's fresh. Um, Donette Nines, she's really had that up. And, we, you know, they've had, uh, you know, at the schools this past year, they was able to have a farmer's market. 
you know, I, and I attended it, and, it's, and the, you know, the students they loved it because a lot of them doesn't have that opportunity, you know, to see that and experience it. So they was actually, you know, going through and picking up, you know, the fresh vegetables and the fruits, and so you know what the nutrition is huge. As I spoke, uh, safety, you know, what going and, and taking those measures and making sure students are safe, and you know what I, I work a lot with the law enforcement too, and just getting their ideas and what what do we need to do and what what needs attention. That makes sense. So if you're reelected. What's your strategy? So, so you mentioned, you know, the first term, the first year, anyway, the first part of it was just listening to learn. But yes. you, you obviously had a strategy going in. So this year, you know, this this next term, if you're fortunate enough to be reelected, what is your strategy for success there? How would you define success at that time? I would say success is, you know, what we just want to keep moving. We want we want to go and keep uh, moving Taylor County forward. You know, uh, we got strong elementary schools. You know. Then the elementary schools then feed into our middle school. We want to go and continue that middle school transition, you know, because it is tough on some children. You know, when they go and leave that elementary school where they feel much safer and it's more calm, then they move into, you know, where they're. So the middle school, you know, at that time is, it's a huge transition. It is. It's a huge transition. Uh, pro officer, you know, we're working for, to go and put a pro officer there. We have one at the high school. It's been very successful. So we want to move with that uh, at the middle school also. Makes sense. So what kind of tactical things are we going to have to do, or are you maybe going to have to do to, to see that strategy for through, to keep moving forward? Uh, you know what, it, it, and the biggest thing is just to focus. Just keeping focus on it. Listen. you gotta, you know, you got to listen to your staff. you got to listen to the ones, because they're on the front line every day. Uh, you know, they're the ones that's dealing with it. So you, you got to listen to them. you got to go and, and hear their concerns and their ideas. And, and you know what, at the same time, then go and discuss that with the board and, and take the best scenario, you know, scenarios on that and uh, work with it. Yeah, you know, and we say on this program all the time, you know, being, being a, a citizen isn't a spectator sport. They need to get engaged. And so I would ask you to, to ask, what is it we want to ask with people at Taylor County to help you be successful? Uh, you know what, the, the biggest thing is in Taylor County is, you know what, students can't learn if they're not in school. So attendance is huge. We, we, we want to keep our students in school. Uh, Safety is huge. You know, we, we want the parents to go and be involved when they come home from school. You know what, the teachers, they're doing the work at, but it's also, you know, when it comes home, uh, engage their child. You know, what did you do at school today? What did you learn? Um, you know, and at the same time, have them show them that also. Because that's, that, you know, disengagement a little bit will go and the child will go and feel like that they're not as involved. So we want to make sure that, you know what, when, even when they're not in school, they're still talking about what's going on and what they have been doing and what they're experiencing. So there's no shortage of challenges for our area, and we'll talk about some of them. Before we do that, what, what are the opportunities we have? I mean, what, here at this community, what really can, can set us apart? Well, you know what, we, we are very blessed to be in, an op in this location where we are. You know, we have, uh, you know, FBI, we have aerospace, and, and that's another program that we've been working on here right now and, and recently just met with Bombardier and, and War Flight Sciences and Pratt and & Whitney because what we want them to do is let us know what are they looking for. Uh, same way with technology. You know, we got several companies in the area, Lidos, and these companies that's coming in. So what we're doing is we're working with these companies and letting it, you know, for them to communicate with us. Let us know what they're looking for, what we need to go and adjust to, what we may need to go and teach or, or you know, change up. So that, that is our big thing is, you know what, getting out in the community, talking to these businesses and, and gathering their ideas and then having a collaboration of uh, working together. 
So, you know, and, and as I say, uh, when you look throughout the state, Taylor County's, I mean, we are blessed. You know, at North Central West Virginia, we have a lot of opportunities here. Myself, I was able to go and stay here. Uh, I was born and raised in Taylor County, had the opportunity to stay here, raising my family. That's what I want to see these other students have the opportunity to do too. But what we, got, what we must do is take it to them. You know, uh, we must go and take these opportunities to them so they can see it. Um, you know, what we've had the opportunities to take students and do tours, you know, up at the aerospace, do tours. Uh, they've come in and talked to them. So what that does is that actually opens their eyes up, sure. kind of brings it to, you know, to, to them and uh, shows them, you know, one, it might be something they want, two, it might not be, but at least we're bringing the opportunities to see them and they can see it. It's there. Yeah, yep. That's a great point. Yep. The flip side of that, what, what are our biggest challenges to success? Uh, you know what the biggest challenge is? Uh, a lot of child neglect. You know, we face it all the time. Uh, we have a lot of children out there that, you know, doesn't have that love when they get home. So, you know, we have a lot of children that, you know, foster care, uh, you know, um, either guided by CPS or so you know what that that's some of our big challenges and uh, when you have that that child uh, when they come to school that's the only place that they feel like that they can either engage or feel like they're being loved or feel like that you know what that they're being heard so you, you know in, in that I would say that is one of our toughest obstacles right now makes sense it's uh we're not alone but it's no. uh, still it doesn't it, misery does, this misery doesn't want company but uh, you're right we will uh, we'll have to keep working at it as a full community. Um, another thing that kind of is, is, is a challenge, uh, some, some known, some unknown, but for instance, right now, and as of, as of this recording, there's no confirmed cases of the COVID-19 coronavirus in West Virginia. It doesn't mean there aren't any, and probably by the time this airs, maybe there are. Uh, you know, and who knows where this goes? And I bring that up is, is to note that a Board of Education member, you're a leader in our community, so people are going to look to you uh, and others in the community as an elected official as from a leadership perspective and what is it that that you're doing as a board member that can help either uh, ready us for 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 certain things like and not just the the, the COVID-19 that but but anything that's coming at us in terms of um, you know even when you look at the opioid epidemic and other things what are you you doing as a board that can help insulate us or prepare us for those things or potentially prevent uh, those kind of things that are coming in so what we're doing is uh, actually working very close with the, the, the health care the doctors um, you know, the, and what, what we're doing is just staying in commu constant communication. Uh, see, you know, seeing what we can, we go and communicate to them what we see. And then at the same time, they're communicating to us, you know, what they're seeing coming in. So with that, uh, you know, in, in the same way is I encourage this all the time. If you have a child that's running a fever or sick, you know what, keep them at home. I understand that we want our attendance, you know, we want to keep our attendance record. We want to keep our attendance, but at the same time, we just don't want your child to come to school sick because all that's going to do is just, you know, spread it throughout the school and the facility. And, and so, uh, you know what, collaboration with the, the health care, um, you know, the doctors, the nurses in the area, and, and, and then our nurses, you know, our staff that's at the schools every day, and, and just keeping that communication between them. And, and you know what, at the same time, uh, we just got to watch it every day. You know, we just got to watch it every day. If we need to go and, uh, you know, cancel trips, not that we want to take anything away, but you know what, if it comes to that point where we may need to cancel trips or cancel any kind of out of town or activities or functions, you know what, then we'll look at it at that time. But it is something that's definitely being watched and, and addressed every day. 
So, so one thing I mentioned to you before we got on camera is that we, we polled uh, the citizens of Taylor County to ask their questions about what they wanted to ask the board. And there's no shortage <laughs> for the board. So let's kind of jump into some of those. And the first one up there, there's a lot of noise about this over the last few years, not as much this year, but school choice. And the idea of, of whether, you know, what, what school choice is. So can you, can you kind of articulate your position or your strategy? What do you think is the best strategy for Taylor County in the, in, in the idea of school choice? School choice, it, it is. It, uh, it, it mostly it is a difficult situation, and, and you know what? We don't want to lose any child. We, we actually want to go and bring children to Taylor County. So with that, uh, you know what? We must get out in front of it. We must stay in front of it. But at the same time, we must communicate to the public, to the community, the good things that we are doing, the opportunities that we, are, that we do have, and at the same time, uh, keeping them involved too. You know, uh, getting them in, talking to them. Uh, if they do have questions, make sure they're asking. You know what? Uh, the biggest thing we want to do is, is making sure we're keeping the communication lines open. So, uh, you know, with that uh, school choice and stuff, I mean, everybody, you know, they, they feel like if, uh, if they go to another county, they may have op other opportunities. Or, but uh, at the same time, uh, there, there's plenty of opportunities here. We just got to go and reach out to them and, and let them know. And as I spoke to you, there, there, you know, just a few minutes ago, on this deal with um, career readiness. You know, it's it's a great a great opportunity for these students. But at the same time, we just must communicate it to them yeah. and, and to their parents also. Gotcha. One of the other themes that kept coming in, and and I'm going to try to articulate it in a way that, that that maybe captures what people are are trying to communicate is. The idea of there's there's more of a fiefdom feeling, and maybe perspective, and maybe reality. And I'd like your per, your perspective on it. Um, this this idea of that you know in terms of, of the board may operate or the the school system itself may operate more as a fiefdom as opposed to a public service. In the idea of facilities available to the public, etc. Um, what's your take on that? Now being in the, on the board for for almost four years, what, what uh, is that more perception? Is it reality? And what are you doing, if either way, to, to assuage either the perception or the fact that it could be reality? No, you know what, our uh, our facilities are open at all times. And you know what, if, if and we have folks in the county, and you know the coal mines, uh, Lear Coal, they, you know what, they use our facilities for trainings, for activities. So at that time, you know, uh, what, what they need to do is, you know, and, and sometimes it does get, get kind of lost, but they just must come and communicate with us. You know what, we're here for the community. We want to work with the community, we want to grow the community. So with that, you know, we're, we're open to, to working with them. And we want to do that. Because you know what, we, we have nice facilities. Uh, you know, that is one thing Taylor County, we may have, uh, you know, if you look at the high school, you and I went there, it, it has age on it, but you know what, we keep up on the maintenance. And that is something that we're looking at all the time is, you know, what, what does need addressed? Because the maintenance and maintaining the buildings is way more cheaper than going and trying to go out and build a new facility. So, and you know what, it, we, there's a lot of history behind our facilities sure. and, and our buildings, so we want to keep that and then share it with the community. Great. Um, what, what should be done, um, you know, when you talk about education, a lot of times there's the, the outcomes. It's all about outcomes, right, at the end of the day. And, and there's, there's uh, oftentimes when, when outcomes aren't what we want them to be. They aren't in the state, they aren't in the nation, you know, but um, and in our area, the outcomes, and, and often what happens is, is people start, you know, throttling teachers about it. And I get that, but the reality is in, in the private sector and other, other areas, when there's, a, when there's a failure or missed outcomes, it's not, people don't go down to the teachers or the workers, they go to the leadership. And when we look at that, obviously there's the state level, you know, the governor, the legislature, I mean, even the federal level. 
Um, then, then you get the state board, and then there's the county board, and then administrators, and obviously teachers. So, when being a leader in that in that rung, what is it that that we can do? And I know there's lots of restrictions that come from the state and even the feds for that matter. But what can we do at a county level to improve our outcomes? So, what we have been doing, and we've been watching it closely uh, since I've been on the board, is we're watching. Well, it, it starts with attendance. You know, it starts with that, and then we we look at the test scores. We're always looking at the data. Uh, you know what, it, it, once a month we have the principals, they come to us, they share the data from their school. Uh, it's staying in front of it, staying involved with it, seeing where maybe where a miss is, uh, you know, and, and, going in, and going back and looking at that, reviewing it, and seeing, you know, okay, this, was, this is what happened, how can we fix it? You know, moving forward, how can we fix it? Uh, the, the next thing is, is you know what, uh, transitions. As I spoke here a little bit ago about, you know, from elementary to middle school, what we're doing is like, uh, so the middle, the middle school's communicating with the elementary schools before that transition happens. Same way from the middle school to the high school. They, they, they're communicating before them students ever arrive. They're communicating. They're learning about them. They're, they're knowing what, what their needs may be, what they excel in. So what that doing is that's just better preparing us for when that arrival does happen. And, and as I stated, um, you know, watching that data and, and looking at it closely, you know what, when you get a lot of that data in front of you, it kind of, you know, it kind of becomes confusing. But when you break it down and how we've been doing it recently, it really brings it to light. And, and it, you can understand it a lot better. And, and that's what we're doing at the community level and the county level to go and make us, you know, go and make us better. Because you are restricted by the state. You know, the state has a lot of policies in there that, that you know what, that will they work? Yeah, they may work or they may not work. But you know what, that's what we have, so that's what we have to work with. So, it, and then it comes to us on, you know, how we're going to handle it, what we're going to do. Yeah, makes sense. Um, workforce readiness is a, a popular topic as well in terms of not just, not necessarily a four-year liberal arts education, but also technical and, and, and vocational schools. Um, what's what's your perspective on what we're doing in the county or what, what maybe plans you'd like to see us do in terms of addressing uh, trade schools, apprenticeships, those kinds of, of maybe uh, not, not, you know, I mean, when we were in school, it seemed like everybody was trying to drive us towards college prep, college prep, college prep, and uh, now it seems to be there's an understanding that there's a huge need for, for, for training, but not necessarily four-year liberal arts college, but actually, uh, you know, vocational training and you get folks into trades and whatnot. Absolutely. You know, we, we look at that all the time, and, you know, there's been a lot of discussion recently, aerospace program, technology, you know, and the opportunities that they provide, you know, they'll go and, you know, if you, they hire you on, you know, they'll, the, one, they'll give you training, two, they'll go and pay for education, uh, you know, there's opportunities for sign-on bonuses, so, and as I stated earlier, we must go and communicate and bring that to the students and let them know that, you know what, even if you do not want to go and pursue in, a, in college, there's a, there's a lot of opportunities here. You know, um, oil and gas, which it's down a little bit right now, but you know what, a lot of opportunities there, you know, from welding to pipe fitters, you know. So what, it, what we must do is just stay in front of it, watch it, because as you know, it change, it's constantly changing. So what we must do is stay involved with our businesses in our local area, listen to them, and then at the same time, you know, spread that out there, get that information out there to our students, and let them know there is opportunities there. I mean, there's a lot of, you know, in this area, we do. We, we have several opportunities there, but we just must go and get that in front of them and, and let them understand that, 
you know what uh, this this is what you may need to do you know there, this is you know you take the, you take a few small classes or you know you go on online classes but there, there's opportunities here yeah. um, you know you mentioned earlier about things you were, were supporting some of the kids and the challenges they're having at home one of the things that um, you know, in-school health clinics was were, were something in place, and now it's not. I mean, is it a funding issue? Is it something we'd like to see? Your, 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 what's your perspective on, on where should that, where should the role of the school board play there? You know, it is. We, uh, as I stated earlier, education. You know, education is, is what our main goal is. But at the same time, we want to keep them safe. We want to keep them healthy. So we are, you know, constantly looking at the, uh, the school-based health clinics and uh, looking at funding was an issue earlier. And, you know, we we're looking and working with different programs right now that's coming into us. And uh, I feel like that, you know what, uh, within the next year, you'll see it back in our schools. You, yeah, yeah, you'll see it back in. I know, uh, you know, and one of the things is some of the parents, they was, uh, you know, they feel like that they want to go and take their child to the doctor and, and care for them themselves. And that's, you know what, that is great. Uh, God bless them parents that's out there doing that. But you know what, we have so many students that doesn't have that opportunity. So that's what we're focusing on and looking at. You know, it's what, so you, you're not gonna cover and take care of every child. But you know, the, one, the ones that doesn't have that opportunity and needs that attention, that's what we wanna take care of. Makes sense, and that kind of leads right into the conversation on non-typical learners or special need uh, students. What, what, what strategies uh, do we have in place now to reach those folks, those kids? Um, or what, are you, what would you like to see in place in the, at the county to, to uh, benefit those, those non-typical learners? So the non-typical learners, you know, that, that, that is where it comes into a lot of teacher communication. You know, the teachers, the principals communicating, you know, what the need is, addressing that need, making sure that, you know, what uh, we're, we're going and giving that child the, the best and the most uh, education that we can. Uh, but the, the, first, the first and the biggest thing is identifying. You know what? It, it must be identified, and then at the the second is you know how is how's the child's home life? You know what what is the child facing when they go home? Because as you know, one of the biggest obstacles that we we have and that we see every day is we don't know how that child is treated or what it's what it's right. what's happening after it leaves our school. So you know what we must know that child and we get to know them and and see what their. Um, deficiencies are or what we can do to go and change that because we want that child to succeed yeah, yeah. Uh, you know speaking about children succeeding and, and home lives and different things i mean bullying is something that you know, a, a hot topic that came in there was a bunch of folks questioning on that and it was really what strategies are working you know for us to try you know in in the county or, or elsewhere that you've seen that that would help more you know i, I use the phrase create a culture of achievement and cooperation um, as opposed and, and confidence as opposed to coercion uh, you know what, bullying, um, it's, it's been around for forever. We know that. We, we, but you know what, the, the biggest thing is, is dressing up immediately. Social media, you know, there are just so many different ways out there now. You know, it's not the, mainly it's not the face-to-face -face anymore. It's the social media and, and, you know, the technology that has brought that on. So that's what we must address. We must go in and let those, you know, children and students know, you know, the, the consequences. You know, we, we've had law enforcement in talking about, you know, social media. We've, we, uh, we have a bullying program that's coming to Grafton High School next week. It's called Building Hope. And what Building Hope does is it, it actually goes and opens that child's eyes and it at the same time opens their heart and lets them know that, you know what, someone is there to care for you. 
we have someone here that loves you, that cares for you, and that is here for you. So what that does is this Building Hope program is going to go and, and let that child open up. You know what? It doesn't matter who's around you. It doesn't matter, you know, who's in your group. But that, that's, how, that's one of the, um, the next obstacles and, you know, what we're, what we're going to address in next week, and that's going to be at the high school. So last question before we kind of wrap this thing up. Um, in addition to all the, the issue questions we asked from folks back home, we asked for a lighthearted question, and, and I've, I love this one. I chose this one for everyone. It's, is, you know, for what do you hold most grateful? You know what, for what I hold most grateful is having the opportunity to serve on the board, having the opportunity to live in Taylor County, you know, my entire life, raising my family here. Um, you know what, when you stop and think about it, you know, you ha we have so many blessings in, in this area. And you know what, a lot of folks that I've spoke to, and you know, a lot of new graduates, the first thing they want to do is, oh, man, I'm going to get out of town. I'm going to get out of here. I'm going to go. But you know what, usually they come back home. They do. If they, if they can and they got the opportunities, they'll come back home. And that's what I want to do. I want to go and open that up to them because I want them to have the experience that I have. And, and you know what, being able to stay at home and raising my family at home, that's what I want, you know, these other students that's you know, graduating and got that in their mind. Because, you know, uh, when you stop and look at it, Taylor County, a lot of good opportunities, a lot of good people. Um, you know, you, you see them whenever there's a need. They, they, everybody pulls together. And you know what? Uh, there's a lot of places you don't have that. You don't know your neighbor. You don't know the, you know the folks in your community. So you know what? The, very, very blessed, and, you know, we need to continue that. We need to build on that. Well, Pat, as is customary, at the, you know, at the end, we, we give the candidate a chance to say whatever it is you want to say to the voters of Taylor County. Voters of Taylor County, I just, uh, one, I want to thank you for giving me the opportunity the last four years to serve on the Board of Education. Uh, you know, it's, it's been a great experience. I, uh, I'm honored, and I feel, you know, feel proud to be able to do that. I've, I've, I've met so many people, and there's so many good people out there that I've got to meet, and uh, talk to and I just ask you um, when you go to the uh, caster ballot that you, you know you you keep me in mind and know that I will go and be as honest as I can and uh, work as hard as I can for Taylor County because this is my home and uh, you know what uh, I want the best for everyone. Great. Pat Tucker Board of Education thanks for coming on the program good luck. Hey I appreciate it thank you very much.